Thank you for tuning in to the Can I Be Earnest podcast. And if this is your first time listening, I'd like to welcome you aboard. On this podcast, we'll discuss any and everything from trending topics, sports, old school favorites, my disdain for human beings, and plenty of personal pet peeves. You can find the Can I Be Earnest podcast on most digital platforms. And if you're feeling a bit generous, kindly subscribe and rate the show, preferably five stars. That way we can all grow together. So sit back, prepare to be entertained. And once again, I thank you for listening. Funny story. I'm pulling up to the gas station the other day. It's a rainy day. I'm going to set the mood. It was kind of dreary outside. I didn't want to go to the same old gas station that I usually go to. So I said, let me go to another spot. So I went to a spot closer to my home. I'm backing into the uh, near the gas pump. I'm kind of aligning myself to the gas pump. Uh, The gas attendant is at another vehicle. He sees me. And the moment he approaches me, he proceeds with two sneezes. Loud ones. Don't you dare touch me. Now to his credit. He covered his face with his elbow and all that stuff. But I had the window down. And the moment I saw that, I freaked out. This is the effect of this pandemic nonsense that we encountered the last couple years and, and the fear mongering. These are the effects. So as he approaches, I'm like, no, dude, no. Why'd you wait till you got to my car to start sneezing? He couldn't help himself. He just laughed. And it wasn't his fault, but he chuckled and I was as serious as a heart attack. And here I am rolling my window up because I'm afraid of his spit particles flying all over the place. But I realized I had my debit card and I had to tell him how much gas I wanted. So I had to roll the window down. Now I'm gripping my debit card by the tips of my fingers because I'm trying to make sure I avoid contact with his hand. Because my brain subconsciously, I'm thinking, okay, I'm screwed. I'm gonna get sick. You know, I'm I'm out for the count. So I hand him the card and, and he's just still laughing. And I'm just like, you know, this is what the pandemic did to me. I've always been a germaphobe. I don't like touching door handles and, and shaking too many hands. I've been fist bumping long before the, the pandemic. I don't like open hands all the time. I, I, I see what people do with their hands in private, uh, at their desk. You know, I've seen a lot of nose picking and ear picking and I don't know. I don't trust everyone's hygiene practices, but this is what happened. These are the effects of COVID-19 and the fear mongering. I grew up in a time where the thought of UFOs was laughable for the most part. I mean, historically, they've been documented for thousands of years you can see ufos and in, in historic paintings uh, you can see certain alien-like figures etched in stone and in, in ancient civilizations you know if you watch shows like the history channel or just do your own research read books uh, you can see the effects of a different form of life and the impact it had on the society at the time uh, it's no coincidence that people thousands of years ago were sketching aliens and, and UFOs. No coincidence. Uh, when you read stuff about the Anaki and things of that nature, th- this has been going on for 
centuries. So it blew me away the other day when I noticed on the Today Show, you know, a national news program that's been around for eons, the, the, the Today Show was pretty much having an in-depth discussion on UFOs. I said, wait a minute, what's this about? Because I've grown accustomed to seeing news anchors kick in and ha-ha and all this stuff on the air. Anytime there was a, a, a reference, a mentioning of, of aliens or UFOs, it was always turned into something comedic. And I always scratch my head, like, why do they belittle this stuff? If people say, hey, I, I saw something and it didn't look like an airplane and I'm, I'm a little concerned, why spend 20, 30 seconds mocking it? Ooh, little tiny green Martians and blah, 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 blah. That was always the narrative. I also remember coming up, going to the grocery store, and you would see Globe Magazine or Globe News or The Globe. I forget what it was called, but it was kind of like a sensationalized newspaper. And it always had like these eye-piping headlines. You know, UFO lands on White House lawn. UFO lands near the Washington Monument and captures the president. Just weird titles like that, and it always intrigued me. Yeah, it was a bit comical, but I was like, you know, what's this about? But you fast forward to today, and now with with communities all abroad, you know, UFO communities, that is, you know, you go to Reddit, and there's communities on Reddit that upload videos of just weird sightings in the sky they're referred to as uh uaps now uh, unidentified uh, aerial phenomenons or something like that instead of ufos i'll stick with ufos because that's what i grew up on but there's video everywhere people have access to cameras phones you can pretty much record everything now and it was taboo, again, years ago. You found something you were made fun of. You spotted something you were laughed at. Ah, oh, please. That's not true. But there's no hiding anymore. Everyone has access to the same devices. So watching the Today Show and, and them bringing on a reputable uh, pilot and listing his credentials and spending five, ten minutes on this topic blew my mind NASA and other government officials are having some kind of discussion at the end of the month where they're going to just you know go in detail about these recent sightings orbs flying around the Pacific Ocean and and defying the, 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 the speed laws and doing all sorts of stunts in the sky and, and, and flying in like racetrack like patterns and weird stuff that again humans with machinery typically can't do so there's there's no more spookiness and x-files theme music in the background now when you're discussing these topics that's serious you, you look at these news anchors they're they're you know you, you look at their expressions it's no more laughter something's going on and I'm intrigued. I've always been interested in UFOs, the universe. Uh, you'll be a fool to think in a universe as vast as ours that we're the only living life form. It's foolish to think this. 
So I've always wondered, like, what's going on? I've seen a couple things in the sky, but it was nothing that I was going to run home and, and, and tell mom about or, or tell whomever about. But I've seen some weird things. Uh, you, you typically see a lot of things when you get closer to the equator. Uh, it seems like the sky is like right over your head. I mean, literally. So you have better access. Uh, there's less smog and pollution and things of that nature in the sky. So you just see you see nothing but stars. And you can see a lot. You can see shooting stars every now and then. You can see stars shifting in the sky. No, I, I've seen an orb before. Uh, on a recent vacation, I, I sat on the balcony and just watched the sky for like an hour. Two, three in the morning. You see things. Nowadays, they like to say these are satellites and and uh, drones and whatever. But sometimes you see things, particularly at night. But I, I, I'm, I've always been interested and I, I'm thrilled that it's coming to light. A few years ago when uh, former President Trump was in office you know, they created this Space Force team, uh, a military that will focus on space. We already have a, a military that, that focuses on water. We have the Army that focuses on land. We have the Air Force. But now we have a Space Force. And I was wondering, what, what's this about? Space Force? Are we protecting the universe from whom? Other countries? What, what, that doesn't make sense. We share the skies with other countries, the universe at that, you know, we don't have a colony on the universe. So why would we create a military unit for the universe, for space? And I don't think we got the answer. You ain't got the answers. No, 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 not him. When that press conference took place, I don't recall any in-depth questions on what Space Force was about and why. Who are we protecting this space from? Again, we can't. Are we protecting space from other continents? That wouldn't make sense. Again, we 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 share this. It's one thing to protect your land from other countries, other attacks, but what are we protecting in the in the in the skies? So that led me to think there's something else going on, and we'll soon find out. Unfortunately, they've erased a lot of these uh, YouTube channels that used to cover this stuff and give detail. You don't always have to be a, a scholar to, to, to understand what goes on behind the scenes. It's just a matter of research. Fact checking. Doing your own homework, your due diligence. But they've erased a lot of these channels, deeming it as, you know, fake news, so on and so forth. So now we kind of have to take the news as gospel, unfortunately. But I'm, I'm, I feel like something's on the verge of happening. Again, they're having more talks behind the scenes. There are more sightings. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. And usually the news media creates a narrative and it's up to us to decide whether we want to buy into it or not. But... When you see mainstream media covering these things, CNN, NBC, 
and giving detailed analysis and having correspondence at the scene and things of that nature, there's something going on. And I'm excited. There's nothing to fear. It's life. You turn the page each day with life. It's a, it's a new it's a new story. That's the that's the beauty of reading and, and and experiencing things. It's a new chapter each day. So I'm fascinated. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to to seeing what comes out of this. Come the end of the month, maybe nothing happens. But the fact that there are more sightings happening and and more news coverage on it. Listen, if the news doesn't care, they make sure of it. They make sure it's not a, a focal point. But it's 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 a leading story now of recent sightings and triangle like figures in the sky and things ascending from the ocean and going straight to the sky and this, that, and the third. It's a lot going on. And it's not spooky. You ask most of the population, I'm sure there's a strong percentage that believe in UFOs now. It's no longer taboo. It's good stuff. Interesting times. What's Wikipedia's deal? Asking for donations. Does anyone notice that? Listen, listen, guys. We didn't ask for a Wikipedia page. I was perfectly fine opening up an encyclopedia and getting all the information that I needed. Does anyone remember encyclopedias? When you actually have to physically thumb through the pages and find out something? Stop asking me for donations when I punch in somebody's name and I go to your page. $2 donation. Hey, you know, you see these big red disclaimers. Hey, uh, we know that you use this site and we need this amount of money to stay active. You've been around 15 years or so. I find myself struggling with time management these days. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll start with this. I've been in, you know, writing mode for the last couple months. Writing mode for me is just when I'm totally focused on my next book, uh, which I'm hoping to complete shortly and, and go through the steps next year and hopefully release it next year. Um, but I'm focused on completing it, completing the task. I've been going back and forth with it for the last couple of years. Um, a lot of setbacks, but I'm, I'm focused on it and that's it. That's the bottom line. But I'm struggling dealing with that while maintaining a nine to five. Along with other things going on in life, you know, spending time with loved ones, you know, having your own personal time to do things uh, that interest you. Uh, it's hard to blend everything in in a 24 hour day. It is. There's a lot of distractions. Uh, we're at the time of the year where uh, baseball is winding down. Football just started. The NBA just started. Um, you know, th there's a lot going on. The weather is still slightly warm where you can still have activities outdoors if you wish. Um, I'm not 100% sold on just staying indoors and just typing all day long. I have to do other things. But I'm struggling because I'm trying to fit everything in in the course of my day. I'm an early bird. I like to be in bed 
10 o'clock some nights. Sometimes I can sneak an 11. Every now and then I can sneak a midnight, but it's rare. 9, 30, 10, body shuts down. I wake up anywhere between 5 and 6 every day of the week. I don't like sleeping in because I like to grasp my day. I like to take my day by the, by the horns and, and, and start early. So I enjoy waking up 5 a.m. The house is quiet. The neighborhood is quiet. And I can type before work. The problem is I get so engaged with the typing that I'm, you know, I find myself running late for work. So then that's a struggle. Because I'm thinking of certain scenes and I'm thinking of certain things I want to do with the characters. And just when I'm getting into it, it's like, uh-oh, I haven't even showered yet. <laughs> I got 15 minutes to get out the door. So I've, I've implemented a, a strategy where I'm just going to now take out blocks of time. If I wake up at 5, I try to unwind for the first 30 minutes. And then say like from 5.30 to, I don't know, midday, let's say noon. From 5.30 to noon on a Saturday, I'm, I, I devote all my time to typing. From noon to the rest of the day, it, it, it's miscellaneous activities. Whatever happens, happens. But I'm wondering if anyone else struggles with trying to fit everything in their day. And I'm not the world's most busiest man. I'm not here to pretend I'm Mr. Busy. I hate when people are like, oh, I'm busy. Listen, relax. Okay, relax. If you have kids and stuff like that, yeah, sure, you're busy. But, you know, people you know, in this entrepreneurship uh, era, everybody's just so hands-on and just they don't have time to even pick up the phone anymore. That's not me. I have time. I have time on my hands. It's what I do with the time. Do I want to spend my time on the phone all day? No. But do I want to spend my time watching television all day? Heck no. I need to be productive. I need to feel some sense of productivity. I just need it for my well-being. If you thought TikTok, think again. So yeah, I, I struggle with this time management thing. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the best strategy, and I think I found it. I think in the course of my day where I'm up, let's say, 14 hours of the day, roughly, maybe even longer, because I only sleep about six, six hours tops. So maybe I have 18 hours of a day to spare. I have to devote blocks of time in my day. Four hours typing. Maybe, you know, an hour and a half with the gym. Some time with, with, with family and loved ones. Some, some YouTube time, some, some sports time. That's how I have to do it. I can't mix everything. I found myself typing recently. And then I had the game on. So I'm watching the game and then I'm typing. You can't mix the two. It's just not going to work. There's times I keep my phone in front of me while I type. And if it's not on do not disturb, I'm responding to text messages while typing. No good. Maybe I'm browsing through a few pages while typing. No good. So I have to hide my phone now for the first four or five hours of my day. Put it on Do Not Disturb so I don't hear anything. Put it in a drawer somewhere. But time management, time management is essential. Because I don't like wasting time. And I tell you, working while maintaining uh, 
your lifestyle, whether it's creating content. I mean, it's a task. It's a task. I'm recording this before work. I have about maybe 15 minutes left before leaving the home. Now, I've been up for the last few hours. So, you know, I was able to mix the two. I was able to devote maybe a good hour to type in and some time on this. But that's not fun. This is when I hate nine to fives. This part. Because it strips you of that creative gene. You're feeling good. You're feeling creative. And then it's like, uh oh, I got to get out of here. And I'm the type where I, I do little things at work. I, I, I lie to you not. First book, I'd say 25% of it was typed, or, typed at the job. I didn't care. I brought my laptop in. I set it to the side. And I would type away. I sat in the area where I was fairly visible. And people were curious. And I think they thought it was tied into my work. But it wasn't. Sorry, employer. I was doing my own thing. I would type through lunch. It was a good time. I do the same now, except I don't bring my laptop, but I do the same thing now. I find time to squeeze a few words in and and listen. I cannot allow work to consume my whole entire life. It's not happening. I break rules. I admit. I march to the beat of my own drum. But when you create content or not even content, anything you do, whatever lifestyle you you choose to uh, engage in, you want to focus on that and that alone. So to end it, time management is something that I I applaud. Uh, It's something that I I really subscribe to. Uh, You have to take control of your day so it doesn't get too erratic. You know, if you want to spend time in the house cleaning one day, clean. Don't clean and then get on the phone. Oh, some people can multitask, but don't clean and start cooking at the same time. Devote that time to cleaning and then devote the next few hours or whatever to cooking. Just if you can, if it works best for you, do it that way. Or if you're struggling like I'm struggling, I I suggest you do it that way. We get 24 hours. It's an even number. It's a nice even number. Most of us aren't going to stay up for 24 hours. So if we have a good 18 hours of our day, break that shit up. Yeah, it becomes a little too regimented. I get it. You don't want to become too routine every day doing the same thing. But I think when you're in a certain frame of mind, you have to do it. I.e. writer's mode, i.e. gardening mode, whatever mode you're in. When you're in that mode, you have to set aside time for that. I type my best in the morning when it's dark. I don't want any light around me. I just want it to be darkness, my candles, my desk light. I'm good. Once I see sun and I hear dogs and lawn mowers and stupidness like this, done. Done. Writing's over. On to the next activity. I understand it's hard when you guys have kids and, you know, this doesn't apply. 
But when there's other activities in your life that you want to take hold of, yeah, blocks of time. I'm telling you, it's done wonders for me. All right, listen up. It's my favorite segment. I got one question. Can I be earnest? Okay, so this goes out to anyone listening who may be a spouse, a significant other, whatever. Brother, sister, friend. I need you to spend more time communicating with your loved ones. Just have a conversation. Be it five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes of your time. Converse. Ask your significant other slash friend slash homeboy slash homegirl slash brother slash sister. Ask them how their day was. Be engaging. Because I don't want your friend, partner, whomever, coming to work and talking my ear off for eight hours. I don't want it. There's a lot of lonely people in this world who don't get attention at home. They don't get attention anywhere but work. So they fill my day up with chatter. Non-stop chatter. Babbling over here, babbling over there, babbling when I eat lunch, babbling before I leave, babble, 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 babble. I'm not here for that. I'm not your sounding board. I'm not your listening ear. I'm none of the above. I'm your coworker. People come to work beat for rap. They just want to talk because they're not getting it at home. Why aren't you talking to your friends, your loved ones? Talk to them. That way they can shut the hell up when they get to work. I need to be alone in my thoughts. I need to concentrate when I'm at work. I don't need constant chatter around the clock. Yep, 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 yep. That's all. It's a void. There's a void in their lives and they're missing out on engagement. Yep, 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 yep. So I'm asking you to engage. That's all.